Hello and welcome to episode number 22 of the Progress Pod and today I'm joined by two top boys, Jerry Kennedy and Chris McSherry. Both are facility owners and have a big interest in functional fitness and both just completed the Birmingham High Rocks event at the weekend. So this podcast, we're going to dive into all things High Rocks. So welcome boys. How we Thanks, doing? Thanks How we for doing? having us on. No worries. In terms of just to get started, just a quick intro to you both, sort of where you work, what you're doing now. I'll let Jerry go first, because for his ego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name's Jerry Kennedy, people call me Affit. Uh, I've got a group training gym in Rutherland. Uh, started the gym, in fact, it's going to be three years on the 26th, so Thursday. That'll be me three years on Thursday with Affit. So we went from zero members to about 110. Uh, and primarily what we do is madness, conditioning, strength conditioning, high rocks, half marathons, stuff like that. Brilliant, mate. That's, how we, that's how we run it. Um, yep, yeah, and we have we have been in functional fitness now. We've had the gym for it's always weird. I always say it's if the gym's no mine, if I don't own it. So if I'm embarrassed to say I'm the owner, but I'm the owner at functional fitness. Uh, I've had the gym since 2019. Um, started group training 2017. Started PT in about 2015. At, my group training probably started before then. Coaching Metafit yep. was what I started out. I think that was over 11 years ago now. So probably been coaching over 11 years now, which is crazy to think. I'm still like to think I'm quite young. Um, and I, so Jim's kind of grown arms and legs, COVID kind of knocked the stuff out a bit, but we're starting to rebuild again. The community and culture of the place we've got is really starting to grow. And um, I've now managed to realign my own health and values to be at the forefront of it and actually lead the members from the front, hopefully. And Saturday was, I think, a testament to that with the two of us um, with that event. And I, so my love for kind of health and fitness is now has definitely developed from what it was when I opened the gym, which is allowing us to excel. And um, it's allowed me and Jerry to get to a space where we've, we've started a wee hustle ourselves as well. Yep. So, yeah, all good stuff. I'll do mine again. He done that very well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted me to go first. So he can just be like, okay, oh, I'll you on that. And I'll do it. <laughs> that was good. No, brilliant, boys. Not too. Quality communities and obviously just now, High Rocks is absolutely booming. And in terms of it's gaining popularity, obviously you guys will be doing a lot of that inside your gyms. What is High Rocks? Just for a brief overview for people that maybe don't know or seen seen it pop up on Instagram. Like, what what is this? Just a kind of brief overview on what High Rocks is. So um, it's it's a race. You know, some people get into it for a reason of like completing it, which is fine. But it's a race. It is a race. So when I had my first Hyrox last November, um, I didn't do it as a race. I'd done it as I want to finish a Hyrox, right? And that was in my head on the lead up to it as well. I just want to enjoy it. I just want to, you know. Uh, and as soon as I crossed that line to finish, I was like, ah, oh, man, I should have went faster. No, no, no. Yeah. So a lot of people just now are going to maybe think about doing Hyrox and they'll go, yeah, I just want to enjoy it. And absolutely, you need to enjoy it. You need to take it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. But it's a race. So that's why when we're doing this hybrid performance coaching, we know that. I just know already that when you cross that finish line, you're going to then go, ah, it was a race. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's a eight, eight kilometre running, um, but every kilometre there's a, a station you complete. So it goes, eight kilometre runs, every interval as a thousand metre ski, 50 metre sled push, um, varied weight depending on male or female, uh, 50 metre sled pull, uh, 80 metres burpee broad jumps, um, thousand, thousand meter row, uh, two hundred meters farmer carry, hundred meter walk on lunges, and then a hundred wall balls or uh, or seventy five for females, and uh, that's that. It's just you you 
you start and then the clock finishes when you end. Yeah. So that's that's a race. No, and it's it's a race for for everybody. And what what kind of makes you you guys get right into what, what do you love about see, it? Well, see, just to touch on what you said there before even we answer that question, you've said it's a race for everybody. And that's what I really liked about it. So when it came to Glasgow last year, it was getting a wee bit of RJ Barge. This is like not real competition and and whatnot. But what I love about it is it is a race for all. So last year we took like 40 mem 30, 40 members through. I can't remember the exact number, right? But let's say 30 people. The numbers are relevant. There was people there that never done any sort of fitness competition and didn't deem themselves to be very fit yet. There was people there that were able to compete and go and try and get a really good time for, for their own standards. So for me, like at the end, I had people nearly in tears that they completed that, like just had their family with them, had their kids with them. And then like on the same day, you've got top athletes running around the track. So, and, and you've got everything in between. So it's a race for everyone. So it, there's so much fulfillment on a day, no matter how fit you might be. Um, so that's what I love about it is like so many people get yeah. enjoyment out of it and it allows you to share the flow like we were on Saturday's event like three pairs out trying to break the world record and we were on the dance floor not long after them do you know what I mean and we are by no means like top level athletes at the sport yet it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a lower barrier to entry in the sense yeah. of the skill set you need required so everyone can go off the street and do you know walking lunges maybe not great technique etc but you can do you know a thousand meter ski a thousand meter row it might be really hard but yeah. the actual technique involved yeah. is relatively straightforward so you might hear the argument of people saying oh but it's not crossfit well yeah it's not crossfit though what do crossfit you know mm -hmm. I, I like the fact that i can take i've got 70 members coming to glasgow from AFIT um and in march coming up and I love that because it's all full varied people. Like you couldn't do that in CrossFit. Yeah. So that's why I don't do CrossFit. People say, oh, could you not do CrossFit? I probably could and I could probably do it well if I wanted to. I don't want to. I like the aspect of the community feel of Hyrox. You're literally getting people finishing it and the, the, the doubles time is 49 minutes. And then you've got people finishing it in three hours. Yeah. And the people that finish it in three hours are, are getting the exact same buzz yeah, as someone that finishes yeah. in 49 minutes. So that's brilliant. That's 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 incredible. That's what and that's why I get into fitness. Aye. I didn't get into fitness to be, by all means, I want to take myself to the extreme, but I want to also pull people up and then go, right, look, you can do this as well. You're doing the same race as me. Definitely. I, I don't like the whole kind of like uh or your superior, you know, your fitness level. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm just another end of the fitness level. I'm not any I've maybe just been doing it a bit longer. Just been doing it a bit longer. Uh, even the fact that in London last year, I, I got a, another 23 in my first ever High Rocks. And then in Glasgow, a few months later, I got another 15. I'm going to do Barcelona in three weeks. And I'm going to hope to get sub 65. And then same again, London, if I can get potentially get sub 60. So that's like a 23, 24, 25 minute improvement in my time. And that just shows you like, the, the, the you know you can do what these people are doing yeah by all means like we, we're looking at guys that attempted the world record the other day and we're going i don't see any reason why we can't try and do that ourselves in a few years Aye. and that's the good thing about high rocks definitely you know, we can see improvement you can week on week you can see improvement so that's why we do it brilliant no it's similar so i take quite a lot of people to like running events and stuff and it's like be events where everybody can just get involved yeah. at all levels it's just it's excellent yeah. and jerry touched on obviously we're saying there it's Entry level is good because there's not a lot of skill required. And that's probably where like CrossFit competitions lagged. And then you get that event and at the weekend Proving Grounds was running as well. And they had a kind of sister event at it, the Gauntlet, which was very similar, same sort of theme. Yep. It's high rocks, like skill wasn't, the skill, skill requirements were very high, but still a very tough event. And yeah. from what I hear, it was so, so successful. And yep. it breaks down that barrier because that's then 
people would then start to get into like the competition sort of feeling of things. Yeah. And then maybe people from there go, mm, I quite fancy maybe trying something a bit more yeah. skill-based or they maybe then just want to improve on that when they've got. So it gets people who would maybe never think about entering a fitness competition, like enter that, and then that kind of takes them to the next point. Yeah, so, I think that'll do well. That um, you're going, oh, definitely I, I need to well. give yeah. that a crack. Yeah. So Aye. hopefully they'll be running an event next yeah, year. Good on them. Um, and again, it's like the entry requirements. You'll see people at the start of the fitness journey and people are 10 years down the line. Yeah, so, it's good seeing so many people get involved in events. You know yourself, it's, up in it. it's addictive. It's like once you yeah, start doing one, you're saying you're like, right, I could do better than that. And then and you're like, right, okay, yeah, let's yeah. go again. I mean, that was us coming off a Saturday. We've not stopped like, conversing about how we could have improved it from Saturday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ah, like, no. You just constantly come out and go. And that's a big thing with the programme that we are uh, launching now. Is like there's so many mistakes we are made we are currently making and so many many mistakes we've made with our members that we've learned from so it's like all the guesswork's taken out but i can guarantee that's the thing yeah. about hyrox the next event there'll be more yeah, mistakes well, because right. there's so many variables at that event yeah. it's it, so many things can dictate the time so that's why i think from saturday it's like not focusing on the time some like your uh, time yeah. it's actually focusing some depending on what level you're at, maybe at your rankings, which was yeah. important for us. Saturday. Even the thing is, it's like, it's not even, well, it is learning from mistakes, but it's also like, there's things that happened on Saturday, we mean Chris in the race, that um, we wouldn't really class as mistakes on our, our part. It was more just an oversight. Yeah. Like you're going, oh yeah, I never really thought that could have happened. You know, when we're right. on the, I'm sure we'll touch on it a bit later on, but within the race, you know, we were doing, you'll see people doing high rocks and these things and they'll, they'll do track runs and they'll do speed work and then they'll do compromise running and others. There's so many, people just think you just, go do wall balls and do ski and road. People do high rocks classes and think, I mean, I do high rocks classes, I do, I, but it's a supplement to the rest of the training. Um, so on the, what me and Chris didn't account for is the track, is, high rocks is getting so busy now, so the track was so congested. So when we're doing track runs, obviously, you know what it's like running, you, right. you need to stick to the, the left-hand side to, to make the most of it, be efficient with your run. Um, but on the day, like you're weaving in and out of people and this is things that your heart rate's gone up. Yeah. So that's not really something that me and Chris did wrong because our training was good on the tracks, but we didn't, incorpor we didn't incorporate like strides in amongst yeah. a mm. fast run or, or zigzagging or these, because we didn't we on the track. Running outside say, and then having up your pace to get around someday and then yeah. come back down. But that's dead and... But I've got a, a long list of yeah, things. So many, wrong so many things. Aye, I've so got a long list of what we've done wrong Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll dive into the, the Birmingham event in good detail, but just in terms of your both kind of history and high rocks so far over the last sort of year or so, what, what's been your histories in competing? Uh, so um, the first I heard of high rocks was, I think it was maybe Thomas Gates, you know, for the doghouse. He messes, I've trained with him. I used to, I, I trained with a lot of just random boys and we'll just Aye. do a bit of madness. It was always, Aye. so the, well, the first time I met you and the first time I met Chris, um, which is probably a good point to touch on actually is Chris's member yeah, functional event coaches me up, coaches me up. I, I was just I start, became a coach at that time and it was like do you want to come up to this gym the guy Chris has got a gym and we're going to just do a big conditioning session right and I've always liked a bit of madness so I was like oh, cool I don't know anyone but I'll go up um, and then I, that's when I started to realise maybe I've never really done competition before I used right. to play football and stuff done a bit of boxing but I never actually competed in any sort of fitness event and people there was starting to be fitness events coming about High Rocks wasn't a thing yet as far as I know um, so anyway, we've done that big conditioning session, right? And then I always knew I liked conditioning, but on that day, there was maybe 20 coaches there. Or mm -hmm. so I can't really remember, but yeah. I remember looking around the room and thinking everyone was really struggling. And by all means, I was struggling as well. But uh, I didn't realise how much I enjoyed that struggle. Because right. I was looking about the room going, I'm kind of enjoying this. And then at one point, you remember, Chris went, he was on the other side of the room for me and, you know, Fox was a big gym. So he's looked over at me and went, I don't know him. I knew his name was Chris, he knew I was Jerry. 
And he was like, wait a minute, are you enjoying this? <laughs> and I went, I mean, there's some buzz. And then for there, I was like, oh, is it not normal to enjoy this? And then I started realizing, and then people come up to me after going, oh, you're a bit of a unit of the condition and stuff. And I never really felt like I was, I just felt it was normal. So after that, I started thinking, maybe I should get into this sort of yeah. stuff. Um, and then I think Hyrox get mentioned, this is like before Hyrox was even like, Everyone talks oh, about Hyrox now, but yeah. it wasn't a thing back then. Um, and then she said, you wanted to go down to London and do Hyrox? And I was like, what's Hyrox? Never done a 5K before, never ran before. I wasn't a runner or anything. And I was like, yeah, fucking, I'll go down to Hyrox. And then, so November last year, we had done a first Hyrox, started the race, completely humbled. Uh, went away and went, no, fuck that. Got a coach, James Kelly, Elite 15. He was one of the guys that done the attempted the world record at the weekend yeah. there. So I got a Hyrox coach um, on the lead up to Glasgow, took eight minutes off my time. Um, again, stopped, finished the race eight minutes faster than London, and I was like, nah, not good enough, Jerry. You need to go. You need to get. And I total geeked out over it. Aye. In the positive way, people say, I think it's quite a negative uh, personality trait. I see it's very positive. Aye, definitely. Uh, so I would like, but I enjoy that. You know, try to improve myself. So then for the L, it's just like right. I need to. I'm looking at get round about me, and I'm going. Why does not stop me for being like this? People call it luck. This is why with this program, me and Chris are doing right. Because um, some people have said to me like. Oh, you're just lucky, like because I've got we got sub sixty there, right? Oh, you're lucky because you've got the time to train. And I was like, no, nah, it's not lucky. Oh, it's not lucky if you've got a plan. So, if MD wants, like, what I'll say to the to the audience here: if you want to get lucky in Glasgow, probably sign with us, and we'll <laughs> we'll make sure you're lucky in Glasgow. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we we've got the plan in place. We do the hard work, and then people you get a result, and people go, well, you're lucky. And it's not lucky. It's it's hard work. Aye, so from Glasgow to then, albeit it was doubles, but getting sub sixty in the and the Birmingham there was like a holy grail in it. Sub 60s is the term in, in yeah. Hyrox. Um, and we're just constantly improving now. So that's that's where we're at. Was now. that your first doubles? That was the first doubles, aye. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I'm an imposter this event. Yeah. That, was, that was only my second. That was Jerry's third. So I'd done mixed doubles in Glasgow. Um, and then obviously me and Jerry ran doubles there. I think definitely the more races you do, the more experience you get will, will help. But, but, but when you're going to a level where you're chasing down times, that is, yeah. um, but again, helped a lot of people. So like, we had like run about 30 members, prepped them for Glasgow, learned from the mistakes and prepping them, took me to Birmingham. And then I think I had like, Scott Chris, Daniel and Callum. I think I had like three pairs running, that, no, four pairs running that had ran previous and they all PB'd. So I think like most of them took about four minutes and one group took seven minutes off our time. So like, I know that what we've been doing is working and our program now is basically what we've done with a couple of different kind of variations in terms yeah. of levels about to meet people where they're at. So yeah. do you know what I thought was funny though? Cause we've been into the, our first run, right? And then we went into the ski and who was it that was next to us? Liam? Liam. Right, so Liam for the functional uh, yeah. coach. Um, we've done the first run, right? And obviously out of everyone, like out, all my clients are well, no, Chris is obviously it's like, we'd expected me and Chris to, to get the best time on the day. We went into the ski and Liam's beat us to the ski. Yeah, he was caning it. And I was like, do you know what I was like? The, 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 the members got the members. The masters become the apprentice. Like, what's happened to you? They were beating us in the ski. And then we went into the ski like fifth when we came out first. So we, we ended up, took that a bit of a personal slight and then we just, well, um, going after that. But I, I thought that was brilliant though because I looked at Liam and I was like, all right. Job, I, mean, I was actually looking like, can I like, can't we really know you about people's screens? To see their splits and that's in the splits of all and I was like, oh, oh, this some some progress, but to be getting sub sixty after only ever doing what was your first one in November? Did you say uh, last year? Yeah, November. Uh, so that's year. like less than a year. So wait, I would even touch quickly on your running, because you yeah, Jerry so, hadn't he ran a, a, yeah, so on top of a year ago. I think I mean I'm saying I've never done a run right 
I'll be honest with you, right? The first ever 5k I done was during uh, was it lockdown and people were doing the yeah, uh, the five, five, uh, yeah, yeah, so I've done that, right? Uh, but I'll be honest, no, I didn't actually do it right. I done like two and a half k and I stopped the watch for like 20 minutes and then I done the two and a half k. It was Ryan Holmes that done it, he's hanging me. Uh, so that, if I'm being honest, that wasn't a 5k. Um, then my first 5k, I got like 26 minutes or something, and then I was mate, it wasn't even that. I was like, for you see people now that, that are starting to do 5ks, I was wiped out for aye. two weeks after it I never trained after it mate I was so done for a 5k aye. see the thought of that now it's mad because it's, um, it's so close in my me memory and then I remember I worked up to a 7.5k so I went to push it to a 10k and I was wiped done my first ever 10k pulled my calf I was so sore didn't train for a month um, and it's just been chipping away chipping away and then I got to a point where I was doing a lot of volume I was getting up to like I, see, I think I've seen it in the YouTube thing like you need to run 30-40k a week and I was doing that I was getting a lot of volume it was just like long and it was a, a hard pace runs and then me and Chris then signed up to uh, Birmingham and then he was like, right, you need to start doing track work and you need to start um, interjecting your training with like different like speeds and tempos yeah. and this and that and whatever. And then as soon as I done that, I went from doing like, in the space of weeks, I got a PB 10K, PB 5K, hit half mara PB all within the period of like uh, six weeks. And this guy thinks it was all him because... If you can just go back a wee second before yeah. you joke there, so who was it that helped you with your run right but listen to me listen <laughs> to me right so no he's, he's, he's totally right but I was putting in so much volume right I think I needed that little you know something to throw in and I, unle and un unleash the kind of because yeah. what, what was happening was yeah, you had it. You had it. You had like you said that you had it there. You just had, had to it, unlock it a wee bit. And Jordan probably knows that as well. Like yeah. Yeah. through coaching, people through running. Once they've built up enough of a base, I had the base. Like, yeah, your yeah. base was getting built. My base right. was fine. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was just the, the spike. Something needs spike. to change. Like yeah, like it, so it's not just a change. case of getting on your trainers and just going out and running like a ten k every week, a five k every week, a fifteen k. Like there needs yeah. to be some sort of method behind it. Once you get to a certain point, like yeah. you need. You need to be looking at uh, paces. You need to be finding out what your threshold is, your yeah. lactate threshold, and a lot of this kind of science stuff. The good coaches who get good running yeah. experience or have ran well in the past and programmed for yeah. a number of years and just know how to do that quite quickly. So I think it was yeah. only it only kind of programmed for about six eight be, weeks. Yeah, it basically got to the point where I was going out and doing ten k's and I was getting no. I I didn't have a personal best and five six months and i was getting so frustrated myself i was like how can and i was thinking how did i get that pb from months ago now i'm slower and yeah and then we incorporated the track runs and compromise running and all that sort of stuff and then before you know it was like phew, shooting through like i felt really comfortable in, in Birmingham there really comfortable people I think, like forget how much running is actually in i don't know if you've seen that the reel i put up uh, the other day on my instagram it was me running in london and i was like really labored like and that was i remember that was my first it looks like it might be my last run of the of the high rocks that, that, was, that, that was my was first it? run aye, aye. aye and i was really labored and like and i spoke to uh, message chris yesterday and i says is it just me but I, i'm thinking back to birmingham there no one took over us once on the run at any point we yeah. were literally just whizzing past people i think that <laughs> and that for the for me you know com comparison between london and that i was like wow uh, totally nice different person. To, no yeah. yeah you can make a, a good bit of progress here as you say if you're consistent with it you start putting in some Aye. intervals and tempo from track sessions and stuff you can actually see a really yeah. quick improvement i think if you can nail the running side of things well, oh, like that's, like, that's like if you only did your first 5k a couple of years ago and then yeah. to that level because what was your your splits were like 420 uh, something like that Some... our splits weren't great on saturday um i think overall is 34 minutes so four Aye. 30s 420s but they could have been better we'll touch on that Aye. we'll so touch on that going, in, going into birmingham then so um 
how just we'll go into it in detail in terms of training and the lead up like because i know right. you guys were doing some mad sessions meeting at half four in the morning and stuff yeah. like that so just chat through the training how that was going then in terms of just general build up to the event how the event was just in detail so mate. we probably had what um june july august and the most in september right so yeah. probably had like four months we tested out and done a full simulation at the gym. A full simulation is what it is. You're running outdoors. You're probably rock zones aren't as big because the gym obviously isn't as big as um, an exhibition centre. And we tested more just under an hour. And then from there, we dialed in and probably trained at least once a week together. And, and that, holidays and that. Yeah, and then that thing. became twice a week. I was away for two weeks. Jerry was away for two weeks. Yeah. So in between all, we're kind of ticking the boxes. I gave Jerry over his runs to do. I was doing something very similar with my running. I was training for the Edinburgh half as well, yeah. which I PB'd, which I was delighted with. So I, my running was like dialed in for that. So I knew yeah. I was looked after. Um, and then the course that we got, we started training twice a week. One of them was always yeah. a track run. Um, so that was the kind of lead up to things and definitely improved. We looked, we looked at videos even from that simulation to what we yeah. were going into on Saturday, more two different animals. Yeah, so from after Glasgow, uh, after London and Glasgow, even back then, I was like geeking over the over the splits. Like you can get a breakdown of literally everything you do in High Rocks because mm -hmm. you get the tag. And um, I'd focused too much on running on the lead up to Glasgow, so I was faster, but I was weaker on like all the stations. Yeah. Uh, so then between Glasgow and then probably July-ish, I was working on strength. I was trying to smart. I was like, I need to do both now. I need to incorporate all of it. And there's literally so much to <laughs> to do that. Yeah. So I was focusing on strength. So we done the simulation, and I was I was like <laughs> horrible. It's like he's so fast. He's such a big guy, and it's, it's so deceiving how fast <laughs> he can move. Because even like people see that photo we put up, he's literally just like, um, it looks like you're just floating. <laughs> and I'm just like straining to keep up with him. Um, so yeah, we were doing all, we were doing. He was doing his half marathon training. I was doing a bit more strength while doing my running. Yeah, and then. Uh, I think we got to like, uh, what was maybe August? And then we started really doubling up, up, teaming up. Like, okay, we need to meet twice a, twice a week. Because then by this point we started saying, can we really do well here? Can right. we can we go for it? How are you feeling? Your running's going good, Jerry. Like, you you were feeling strong. And then we started tying in together. But obviously, Chris, like, this thing people, people say to me quite a lot, like, um, oh, it's okay for you. It's all right for you. So you've got a gym so you can do your training and stuff like that, right? But I see... Like from my point of view, like I'm up at five every morning, right? And like people will say to me, oh, it's good because you got a gym, but I, I, I'm coaching people in peak times. So yeah. if see from half five to half nine, ten o'clock, I'm not, I can't train. So I, I'm, I'm coaching people and then the same in the evening. Yeah. So then I, I need to train people, give all my energy, then I have a bit of energy dump, then I need to go and eat, then I need to train. It's, it's By no means am I saying it's inconvenient, but people think it's just, oh, it's easy for you if you're a coach. Exactly. It's like, no, but think about it, I'm not... <laughs> When you're training, I'm I'm coaching you. Like you, you can get up, have breakfast, and go to the gym. I need to get up, have breakfast, coach people for four hours, and then I need to train, right? And then for Chris, like I, I'm not getting the kids or anything. So with Chris's instance as well, people will say because we're effectively given a very similar plan to we mean Chris followed, and then we're going to tweak it to the individual, right? So what we're saying is with this this plan we're creating, I've went from an hour twenty three, albeit to doubles sub 60 right but I think I'm going to get sub 65 in Barca mm -hmm. and I'm going to aim for 16 right you're going to get that plan yeah. you're going to get the plan of someone that's improved the high by time by 20 minutes yeah Yeah. so that's uh, we're taking all the and that and that good level so yeah. if you went from 2 hours to yeah. an hour 40 and, like... and the thing is we've had to tweak it ourselves and amongst our own uh, schedule so people will say oh you're lucky and whatever it's like no well, what, what we'll do is you're gonna, we're going to tell you exactly what to do you just yeah. need to figure out in your own time. Chris has got the wee one. He's up, you know, he, there was a, um, Katie had a sickness bug of the week 
prior to High Rock Sair, like pe- people see us doing these half four sessions and think, oh, he's just that, you know, if you're not, man. It's like, no, we have to because yeah. Chris couldn't make it. He couldn't train our time and I'm his doubles partner. So it's ride or die. He says to me, I can't train tomorrow, Jerry. I was like, what do you want to do about it? And he went, I mean, I could potentially could train at half four. And I was like, we'll train at half four then, let's go. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, well, you're my fucking doubles partner, let's dance. <laughs> so then we go and do things like that. And then people just go, oh, these are just a couple of nut jobs. It's like, nah, like we've got no other time in the day to do it. Like yeah. people say, oh, you gym owners, it's good for you. And it's like, well, it's not fucking. I got that last week and I was on my story about it as well. Um, and it's like, someone's like, oh yeah, it's easy, f- easy for you. You like motivate yourself. And I always find that it's like, nah, that's harder because all I'm doing is, m- trying to give others my energy to lift them up and then I need to train. And it's like, yeah, it's easy for you to be in shape. Or it's, you, it's easier for me maybe because I know what I'm doing, but yeah. like yeah. the information's out there. There's coaches out there. Most people have a coach, whether yeah. it's online or they're going to a gym, most people are working with somebody. And it's like, no, nah, it doesn't make it any easier. Like I'm working a lot of hours. I am up late. I'm up early to yeah. go to work the next day. Um, Like if you get Blake in the house, Katie's two in the house that, that keeps us on our toes and we're busy with as well like it's not easy and then all credit to Jerry I want to touch on while he's here and give him a shout out and say thanks like just <laughs> an example of this guy right so I'm recently in the same hotel actually I didn't even know we were until like a week before and uh, I'm like Sunday morning I got him trained on Sunday morning just upper body just get myself moving again I had the bit between my teeth so I wanted to train and I just I'd liked his Instagram post and then I put up a story in the gym and I turned around and he's just fucking sauntered into the gym and he's got his voice don't tell me about a good time said, don't tell me about a good time partner <laughs> he's fucking slowed in him we went for a sauna but like I could ask I knew I could say to him Jerry listen those, so we've only done it twice right And it, so we didn't do it because it was good to post on Instagram right we've only done it twice because I had no other options that day I had a busy day at work for the morning and after that I had to go and get Blake and that's it but these sessions were that important yeah. to us that we would have done them at half four. Yeah. And I was, I'm saying this to some of the members with a challenge we've got in the gym now. See if the goal's that important to you. You'll fucking do anything yeah. to achieve it. And you'll make some sacrifices. Yeah. Like, if you want to go and achieve something special, right? That doesn't mean we won the fucking event on Saturday, right? But what we done on Saturday for us was special, right? I don't care if anyone else bet us for here, there, or everywhere, or whatever times to us that was special and that meant something to do that. Yeah. So the hard work that was the that was the win for us. And yeah, Saturday yeah. was the half four sessions. We we won. We won. We won the event in our heads before yeah, we even got yeah. there because everything we done. And see the thing as well. though, see with like uh, because we had a plan in place on the lead up to this. So for us it was a case of okay, Chris said I can't train tomorrow. Um, and then it was like because we knew we had. Something you know, to do because we know on Tuesday we had this session to do it was a 45 minute AMRAP or it was this or that or it was a skill session or it was a run session a track session see because we knew right our week was planned out so it was a case of it wasn't like oh, I need to train tomorrow I don't know what but I, need, I know I need to go to the gym and do something right so what people do is they'll go to the gym and they'll train and they'll just kind of like half arse it and then they'll spend like two or three hours in the gym not really sure what they're doing and then they'll kind of leave feeling a bit disappointed I don't really do anything because we had a plan in place it was a case of like all we need to do is just we need 40 minutes in the day, that's all we need. Right. And it was like, right, fuck it, just go, we'll do that then. So mm. people say it's like, oh, it's all right for you because you've got the gym, etc. It's like, no, but we had a plan, so we just had to like slot things in. Right. Like, that's the good thing about having the plan in place. Like you just, you move your, you move everything round to suit. So right. that's what we've done. So that was, that, that was the reason we had those two early sessions, but thanks to Jerry, pretty fucking selfless, because I, he would turn up when, do you know what I mean? See if there's people there would be like, mate, fuck off, I'm not going to put, so Jerry, and every single time we trained, Jerry came through to us. Right, I yep. never once drove to Jerry's gym to train. He came through to me because I'm like, mate, I'm 
try not to be selfish here, but I'm tight with time. Katie's still working full time. I need yeah. to get back to like, her work. And he would just always drive through, always drive through to train, always drive through to go to the track. Like so selfless. Whenever I needed to train, he was there. Like, and there was no complaints. Aye, that's fine. But and even at half four in the morning, but that's, that doesn't good stead for Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah, so with, with the half four session, right, so um, on the lead up to it, I was saying like, Katie had the sickness bug, so Chris was up through the night quite a lot with that, and then I had, the flu started coming on for me on the Wednesday. Which you didn't tell me about. I progressively started getting worse. I didn't really want to touch on it too much with Chris, because I thought, I don't really want to bring the whole, you know, I don't really want to ruin the vibes here, because it is what it is. But um, when it came to, and this is right, this is also why um, people have said to me since, like, oh, you got a good time and you had the flu, but the flu literally never came into it. The flu, it was, so see the way I train sometimes. So for example, when Chris says, can we train at half four? And then when I, whenever I, I do some sessions with the boys at five in the morning and see if someone says to me, oh, yeah, this is, I've got a few things coming up soon, like charity things coming up that boys want to do. And then they basically just come to me because they'll go, I know you're probably game for this. Like, I'm, I quite fancy doing this. And it's like, and no one's game for it. None of my pals are game for it. I think you'd be game. And I'd be like, right, fuck it. Okay, let's go then. It's a mindset thing for me. So see, see to get, see, because of situations like what happened on Saturday, I woke up on, and this is me actually telling you why the flu isn't an excuse for me because it, it didn't affect the race. So I woke up on Saturday and it was, I actually thought the flu was going away. It was, <laughs> I woke up on the Saturday and it was like the worst it'd been. So it was obviously it was starting to peak. Um, and I never even said to Chris, I think he could sense that I was really not not digging it. Um, but doing these half four sessions or doing these, like, you know, my, I done that charity event for Down syndrome in the uh, PICU, the intensive care unit. And it was like the 80 kilometer, it was like 16K ski row and all that sort of stuff. Right. So it's challenges like that that make, see, so you go into a high rocks with the flu, it's kind of like, ugh, it's just a whatever. Like, right. it's like I put in my story last, uh, last week saying about, hundreds of years ago people get into battle if you've got a life or death battle the next day albeit Harold's in the life or death but mm. it's like if you're unwell who cares <laughs> you're not going to miss that for because that because see as soon as we stepped I knew what would happen it's just my mindset towards it as soon as we stepped into that um, holding then before high rocks I don't know you've not done a high rocks but it's yet, wild it's such right. a buzz anyone's done high rocks I'm not talking about you get this big holding then right with like 60 other people and everyone's like focused on oh oh fuck now it's a party so <laughs> we get in that I was feeling like pure shit and all that and then we get into that holding then boom and there's all these big guys and I was like oh, yep okay like just you're starting to look at people what the fuck are you looking at you want a bit of this I'll see you in the track and it was just like boom as soon as we started the, the flu was you gone didn't know what flu was uh, the flu don't get me wrong the flu's come back now <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I'm, I've done it now but when it came to the day this is all these see all these in my head I'm thinking when I was in that um, holding down thinking I'm like, oh, I'm struggling here the amount of times that I train my half foot and we're both like oh my god this is brutal even just the training just constantly under fatigue and all you're constantly oh, yeah. you're never at your optimal so yeah. like it just stood us in good stead no matter what the circumstances like I'm either total arsey at driving down the Friday like took the electric car just a fucking nightmare dinner at 10 o'clock couldn't sleep like but I've now I'm saying that everyone else is the same. Like you just, yeah. You're only going. To, nobody gets to sleep in a hotel room very right. well. Like, I know. So everyone's and the same. And then yeah. like they're speaking to other boys throughout this neck of the woods, and they were all like, yeah. and but as soon as the tunes came on, as soon as you get in there, yeah. it was like, who gives a fuck? Like we're we're off. Yeah. At what point in life are you ever hundred percent? That's what I was saying. Right. I was like, there's always some. There's always yeah. Something. You're all, you're never going to be hundred percent. So like me having the flu, it was like, well, so okay, right. it doesn't really matter. I don't think it would affect it. Honestly, I don't know if I said yeah. it before the podcast. See me having the flu or not having the. Flu, I still think we would get the same time, yeah. Um, because it was certain things like oh the track being so busy and that that we thought. I mean, again, not excuses. It was just that observation for us. Like we didn't take consideration. The, yeah, know, we, things so that's track. things we didn't consider was our start time. Like we could have maybe asked for an earlier start time, 
So when I ran doubles back in February, oh, running was roughly like five minutes, maybe a five ten per kilometer pace. Yeah, I didn't feel that impacted the mixed doubles race I had in February. Didn't feel it impacted running that pace. I felt it impact how busy the track was because I've seen the eight eight ten eight twenty waves, and the, the tracks look still busy. But like you've got some videos and it's by note. Like I honestly was going sidewards Aye. going through folk. But if you're running at a slow pace, you wouldn't notice that much. But like Jerry Aye. said, nobody. Well, we, what, what, I just see before we came here, I watched Hunter's Hunter McIntyre. His documentary came out there. Um, yeah, documentary vlog, um, vlog on the thing, right? I actually meant to say mm -hmm. to you. So Did you hear me calling him a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I was giving him. I was giving him pelters because he uh, tripped James Kelly. Up. Aye, I saw. I saw. I, I saw somebody. He kept. What, he kept uh, running so, past you. We giving the finger. <laughs> mate, you're talking to me. I swear to God, you're talking about someone like some like sixty year old man that's like first high rocks, and then others running past. I'm like, yeah, America. Fuck's sake, mate. The guy just like a old guy from Coat Bridge. <laughs> you need to impress. Do you know what I mean? But um, in his vlog, there he was saying and. He started at eight, so he started when there was nobody in the track, right? So yeah. he was the first wave. So I done a quick, quick bit of math, and like every ten minutes there's a wave, and right. I think there was sixty in a wave, right? So forty, it was not forty-four. Was it forty-four? Okay. Is a forty-four less start waves? Is a less people? No, no, no it's just, no. it's just they, so forty-four people, uh, forty-four pairs, so eighty-eight people, was it not? Aye, aye, so yeah, yeah, that's right. Aye, so eighty people, right? So in the first wave, if you leave at eight o'clock, that there's eighty of these in the track, right? right? And then at ten past eight, there's one sixty, and then twenty past eight, there's uh, what two forty. Aye, because they're, right? they're still accumulation. There's accumulation, right? right? So by the time we came on, albeit some people would have finished, but some of those get, first waves, some of the. First and second wave are probably mostly done. Yeah. Then you would have got everyone for waves <laughs> three, four, five. And so I think when we when we entered the track, there would have been, I think, like four or five hundred people on the track. Ah, right, okay. uh, and then obviously it was the accumulation of, you know, we were at 920, so then 930, another 80 come on, and then 40, another 80 come on. By so the time. More, I, I, as more finished, more came on it, are we? Yeah, flight, so I noticed so by the time. And again, it was not an issue, it was just, done, it was just like we didn't see exaggeration because. There was just things in the track. Your track is zigging in and out, and then we need to stay together. So um, we need to be very conscious that we need to cross into the into the rock zone at the same time. Because if you don't, you get a time penalty. So Chris might have been over Do here. Yeah, if you're within a certain time, aye. Aye, aye. Um, aye you can be set. You don't yeah, get holding hands. Aye, aye. Um, but so with that in mind, right? When we started at twenty past nine, Hunter and that started at eight. Clean, clean run at it. In his vlog earlier on, he was mentioning how busy it was. And he said, I think we lost about five seconds every run because it was very busy. And I was like, you thought yeah. you lost five seconds every run, mate? You didn't, he wasn't even busy when you were on. Aye. So he's saying he lost about 40 seconds to a minute. And that, well, he's an experienced guy at High Rocks. And I was yeah. like, oh, there you go. Like, so I, I think that's what, what, one big thing, maybe trying yeah. to get an earlier start time. But that's that's not High Rocks' fault and that's not an excuse. That's on us to maybe have tried to fix that before we went out and yeah, maybe try to send an email. Because I think you yeah. can ask... And yeah. they might say no, but they might say aye. So that's our fault. Yeah. And there's things that we've, we've taken away now that we're going to put into this plan. Um, certain things that we can actually add to the train to replicate things that we experienced in the track. Even right. just um, like, because, so for those who don't know High Rocks, right, the rock zone is just where all the exercises are, right? So the track is, in, it's almost like a, a, a field Athletics, track, right? Aye. So in the middle of the track, you've normally got a football pitch, right? For example, the football pitch is all the rock zones. Yeah. So... I think you get faster and quicker courses, which we spoke about like before this. And like, Glasgow was quite a fast course, I apparently because the zones were all closer together. So the, the SEC in Glasgow was, wasn't as big as a city centre. So all the zones were, the thing about Glasgow is they weren't in order. Like you didn't get zone one, two, three, four, but they were close. 
in Birmingham, we had it in our favour because they were in order, so there's no thinking. You just ran straight to the zone and they went in order, so there was no thinking. But I do remember at Glasgow being like, yeah. but they were all very close, so you just had to juke left or right. Yeah. But at Birmingham, they were all really spread out. There was points at Birmingham when you would go from, for example, coming into the rock zone and then going to ski was probably 100 metres and, yeah. and then 100 metres back, back out you know, so there's all these added yeah, runs so you're thinking yeah. do we now start needing to run in 1200 and, and also levels? sorry it's not even it's not even a, a straight as the crow flies 100 metres it's like uh, you need maybe to zig uh, in, in and, and, and up, up. Uh, and, yeah. so it's and you're going round barriers and stuff so it's not like you're but again that's the same for everyone so, it's aye, so that's that's just things to consider Um then other wee things we probably weren't like we could have maybe had less transitions on the wall balls there's one that we spoke about yeah. Um. I get no rep quite all on them, just flinging the ball high enough, but not hitting the target. Yeah. We daft things up and we come in like Jerry didn't stand in front of me yeah. at the. Well, I but like at this point you're you're fatigued. She's a bit foggy. The music's loud. Yeah. So Sometimes we, the judges aren't like. Yeah. She, she could have just grabbed him and just went Jerry. She, so not Jerry. She went stand in, stand there. So but the, the judges are, are are not fully trained high rocks judges. They they've got ref like higher up judges but then head judges like so me and Chris could have been a judge on Saturday they right. basically give out free tickets to people that want to be a judge okay. and they give them a very quick debrief before it maybe the night before and say this is what you need to be doing so everyone's going to be different so see the thing is with the what I found with the doubles and it's, it's you know what it's, it was again it was my fault so in buppies lunges uh, ski row all the stations you need to stand behind the person right so when we came to wall balls um, I stood behind Chris because that's what I'd done for everything else within the High Rocks and then she was she was pointing in front of Chris but she was saying stand behind him and I was like I'm standing behind him and then, but obviously I'm, I was very animated so this whole time she was saying I'm not counting these reps until you stand behind him and I was saying I'm standing behind him because that's all I knew for the whole High Rocks yeah. and then she went no no I mean stand in front of him so Chris lost about 10 reps on that straight away and I then, never and mind then, the ones I was also, missing the target but yeah. then also see because I was very animated and she was being a bit of a, a, bit of a Karen I was like, this is a race. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, give me a fucking chance. I'm not cheating. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm I'm standing behind the guy. I'm not I'm not picking him up and throwing him at the target myself. And then so <laughs> I, I was so he's losing reps for something that it didn't actually affect the race. And what I what I noticed on the vlog for Hunter's thing, and again, it's not their problem, but and what people were telling me that watched Hunter's race was the amount of uh not maybe no reps, but like so for example, me standing behind Chris on the lunges or yeah. buppies and stuff and the farmers carry. And this one, you can see they're they're all over the place. I heard that. They, because, I heard they were all standing behind each other. Yeah. The but, but because they are the elite, the elite yeah, yeah so how, no lenient. one's even daring uh, yeah, to say yeah, to them because they'll just tell me. Especially shut if up. you say it's just we guys that have been told the night yeah. before. They're probably so like see, that. see, see my argument to this referee. It was a very valid argument in that sense because I wasn't cheating. I and mean, then she was like, "No, no, 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 no," because I'm just a guy. I'm just I'm not the elite. So things like that are a bit annoying because uh, that's that's like seconds again. Aye. So it's all these things. Aye, that, I think now it's important to say because. It's, they are fine margins, but obviously as we break things down, like depending on what your objective is with racing it, then these things maybe don't matter too much. Yeah. But the level we want to get to is every second fucking counts. Yeah. And right. again, that's sorry, that's like this is I'm pure making this up as a referee's fault. It was my fault. I fully appreciate yeah. it, my yeah. fault. But it's just annoying. But it's you're, kinda, again, like, you're passing the blame. Yeah, it's annoying, I'm passing the blame. Yeah. yeah. Passing the blame yeah. by somebody, you know what? No, I stand but yeah, by it. it's it's hard. It is, it's difficult yeah. because like it's, not it's the it's the whole the thing. You're like, ah, oh, stressing out. So, yeah. But that's things that we now know for the next one, so it's all good. And then I think something one of the takeaways for us, obviously, I was speaking about the course. So spoke to some of the the elite boys after, and they didn't think it was a particularly fast course so, because the rock zone was so big. Is um 
think the important thing for us and when we finished on Saturday, there's a video I was finishing that somebody's taking and we're both pretty disappointed with our time. I actually made an arse and all. I could, uh, I was trying to time it to check Aye. the pace of the run. So I was going to check my lap pace and lap every time I come off a run. Yeah. To, and wasn't tracked with GPS because you're indoors, but it was tracking somehow. But I paused my watch by accident so I couldn't keep tabs on where, you were. where we had to be. So see yeah. if I knew I had eight minutes left coming out of uh, yeah. I had to be like, Jerry, like... But it's hard. We, it's we couldn't. We couldn't anyway because I, I purposely made an effort to go fast out yeah. the lunges and see because the way they placed the water station. Um, when we came out of lunges, we were both Aye. fine. We both turned to each other and we were kind of like, well, yeah, let's do this. Let's let's kick it now." And then we got to the out, and then it was just a oh, people. And you're you're again. That's just stopping, and you're trying to go again. And then, mate, see when we done. Um, so basically, when they released the waves, right, we came flying round for our first, well, our second last lap of the full high rocks. We came flying round the curve, right, and we we're going to hit the hundred meters. And every every you know, hundred meters, the straight. And usually we would kick that. We don't even need to say each other. Uh -huh. We would come around that corner and just hit the turbo. And as soon as we came around that corner, they released a wave. And it was just like... Just, <laughs> that's, that's a video I've got. That's a video I've got. Actually, it's, it's maybe about 150 yeah. metres. Well, in fact, mate, it's more than yeah, that. It's about 200 odd metres to go. Like, yeah. it's a lot, you couldn't write it, man. I was just like, oh, uh, God, they kind of get going here. Um, so obviously training and stuff, like it sounded like everything was, was going well, obviously up until the last week with the flu. And obviously these things aren't, aren't excuses. But if you were to say like one thing going into the next one like what's us people that are maybe going into high rocks what's like the biggest or the most important thing maybe like looking through the rules or getting tactics with your partner or what's like what's for you guys going into the next one what's the biggest thing that you're going to change um i don't think much needs to change for us in terms of our programming or how we trained um I guess it depends on everyone's gonna be different. So you're gonna get people that are gonna go to the next high rocks, and it's gonna be a case of just enjoying it. Yeah. And if that's the case, then then uh, yeah, just just go, go and enjoy it. it, and like maybe, um, yeah, just enjoy it. But if you're gonna be someone that's gonna chase a time, so something that me and Chris done, which I think was beneficial. But again, there's a few things we need to learn for that. Is we knew because we were chasing, well, we were chasing a set time in our, in our head, right? We were sub sixty was the minimum, and we got sub sixty. We got fifty nine minutes, but we knew, right? that we had to leave the rowing machine at a certain time and we knew a breakdown of where we had to be to hit our target. So I think at one point um, we were tracking for 56 minutes or something. You said to me, you were, we're a minute ahead of schedule. Yeah. So I think we were tracking for like 56, 55. And I'm at, now I'm thinking, where the rock zone? Because my fucking Yeah, yeah no, no. So, so, but you weren't incorporating the rock zone uh -huh. because it, so there's, people might not think what we're talking about. But basically what I would say is, right, if you're going to try to take this serious, you need to, do a breakdown of what you think you're honest with yourself though. Don't be like, oh, I can do four minute kilometers. If you can do, so there's a few different arguments for what your pace will be in a high rocks. Some people would say, if you're more of a runner, yeah. then people would say your half marathon pace is probably going to be your high rocks breakdown. Uh, you know, if you do a half marathon pace 430, you're probably gonna do 430s in high rocks. Yeah. If you're a strong pair, so for me, I'm, I'm strong, I can squat heavy and stuff and I can also run now as well. So my high rocks pace, and this is actually from Graham Halliday, he's like the elite 15, yeah, uh, right? yep. he's an absolute unit. I actually seen this in his story, so it's not, I'm just robbing his point, but he said um, his high rocks pace is his 10K pace. Which I found interesting. Which is really quick. Yeah, and that kind of makes sense because that's what minds us. And yeah. I'd heard previously, but that was a runner point yeah. of view. So if, you need to kind of have an idea where you're at, right? Yeah. Um, but then break down your time, right? So add all your runs up and then add in what you think you'll get in the ski. Then add in a rock zone. So that's the kind of dead space. So by the time me and Chris left the road machine, we knew we had to be about 31, 32 minutes. And then that then meant, okay, do we need to kick it up a gear or else we're pretty comfortable. And then when we got to lunges and we, we all had breakdowns over time. So that then keeps you within a framework 
through the race rather than just going starting and then Red see line. what happens. So we could, uh, yeah, we could uh, even thinking about that for Saturday. I think it's easy when you finish something like that to go, oh, could I fucking try it harder? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I don't know, could we have? I, th- I think it's a it's a hard one because like you're, what you're saying there about somebody maybe just doing the first one, going and enjoy it and stuff. But when you're trying to chase times that you guys are, there's, there's quite a lot to think about as you're saying there in terms yeah, of see this thing, the, yeah. see these variables as well. So there's things that you can control and we've learned which we're putting in this programme, but there's variables I know that you'll never be able to control. The sled was, the carpets were slippy on Saturday, but sometimes they're, even, they're, they're perfect and get, yeah. the guys are breezing them. Um, sometimes the... Like the size pool will just feel heavier in a Aye. race, more particular than others, and you'll get all these forms of people discussing. Something that never happened to us, but it happened to me in Glasgow and <laughs> Glasgow and London. We're into the row machine, and it must have been like a small person with wee feet. It and you, your feet. Oh. And was, you know the row machine again? And Aye. I was like, I, I'm. You've you no time that. In the instance, it was fine. I wasn't really chasing a time, but yeah. luckily in that, it was fine. These daft things. You know, I yeah. always be, there's a lot of variables, but. There's been so much discussion be, between us and them, probably with our members that were there on Saturday. There's so many things to talk about yeah and so yeah. many things that you can improve which keeps the race interesting but there's always going to be things out with your control something that we've taken from i've said to a couple of people we've got a few signups already we've got quite a lot of signups actually for this plan already and already me and chris are starting to speak to these people some of them are coming to my gym to do the harold session some people go to chris's gym and then um, a couple of guys have already said to me like oh i've done harold's before so i'm looking forward to doing thing with you and chris because i need to improve on this right so one of the guys was saying i need to improve on sled push so I went on, uh, I was like, got his name in that, and I went on High Rocks and I can see all his numbers. So I went on to him and I was in, sled push time's fine. His yeah. run after the sled push is fine. He's, he's, it wasn't as if he'd done sled push and his run yeah. collapsed. He was he maintained quite a strong sled push. Um, but then I noticed his farmer's carry time was like two and a half minutes. And so I went into him and the next time I seen him, I'm going, what was up with the sled push? It looks like he'd done all right. And he went, yeah, I just didn't really feel that good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was good though yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what you're expecting from the sled push but, but I think because people talk about the sled push so much he was then like oh do you know what that was pretty hard yeah right? and I said yeah he said in his head so then he said I went I can save you I can shave you a minute off your time right now and he goes oh what do I need to do so he was in my gym at the time I went show me your farmer's carry he picked up the, fa- the kettlebells and just walked Yeah. and then he came back to me I went why are you walking yeah. it's a race run the farmer's carry and he went boom ran run back I went how do you feel he went Ah, fine. I mean, there you go. She said, I'm not off your time. Aye. So just be things like that. People just focus, hyper focus on, oh, um, like one of the boys in my gym, um, he's a rapid wee was. He's, he's brilliant. He's going to do really well at High Rocks. I really think highly of what he can achieve. And he keeps saying to me, oh, I'm so bad at the ski. And I mean, you don't necessarily need to do more ski then. Maybe you need to strengthen up your core, your hammies. Yep. You know, in the ski, you're hitting the hammies, yep. your um, shoulders, your lats and everything. It was not necessarily the ski that's the problem. By all means, it would be for the lung capacity and stuff like that. But it's there's so many different factors. People zone in and it's like, oh, the, uh, the sled. There's brutal. always going to be that one point of yeah. weakness across that event. There's going to be a station where you're not as strong. Yeah. Aye. And touching on your, your programme, guys, we'll dive into that in detail. So... What's the, the programme going to be looking like? So when does it start? Everything like that, mate? Hybrid performance programme, we named it. Um, we just thought we need to make it very simple. Um, and allow, we, we were trying to think of names. Right, do you know what? This isn't important. Getting this programme out there to help people is more important. So yeah. hybrid performance um, is the name of the online coaching programme. It's like a 12-week coaching camp that's going to lead people up to Glasgow High Rocks. And if they don't do Glasgow High Rocks, it will lead them up to... A similar event might a lot of uh, folk do not even just completing running events but it incorporates this hybrid way of training which is the term getting thrown about now we've been doing it for not we've been doing it for years but it's the type of thing we've enjoyed maybe not 
dialed in on it as much as we did now, but I've always ran, I've always enjoyed strength training at some point. Um, and it just actually blends the two of them together and it works wonders for my mental health. Aye. And I think it works wonders. Yeah, big time. Physique for Jerry's as well. Well. Physique changes. And then physique, I like, big changes. I know, I, I, like, so, like, I think a worry for guys is like, I lose muscle mass. Um, if I run too much and it's like, no, well, where's your nutrition at? Like, how heavy, how intense is your training session in terms of when you're strength yeah. training? So, like, my physique's improving constantly. Yeah. Um, I think the, um, because people will say, like, if you do performance stuff, it's going to, yeah, you, you don't, like, because the way I would see it, right, see if I was training for a photo shoot or, or, or what have you, um, the shape I was in for high rocks, I would put, that would probably class as knowing my own body. I was like, that's what I would look like for a photo shoot. And the problem is with photo shoot sometimes is you're very depleted, understandably, because that's the whole point, right? Yeah. But people will get into photo shoots and they're feeling like shit. And then the day after, they're like pigging out on food and all this sort of, and then they put a blow up in weight. Whereas I trained for a high rocks and it's a complete byproduct. It's not, I'm not meaning to do it, it's just for the nature of the training. And I was in peak condition, like physically looking, uh, well, aesthetically looking, and, and performing wise, I was. I had the flu and I went and done right. a subside high rocks. So there's a lot to be said for the way we train because it's not, if you get performance goals, then it's not, um, and I, I'm careful, I don't want to be like saying that's unhealthy doing that because bodybuilding and all that's fine. It's just, it's just not what I like, but each to their own. But like uh, when you train for performance, it's not, um, it's not as unhealthy because you're, you're training to get better. Right. If you do train for, if you train for just purely aesthetics alone, then it's going to affect it can be a detriment to your health, yeah. which I think, I don't know, but again, because of my background in mental health and stuff, I'm very, very aware of how I feel. And I, I can't, I couldn't do that to myself, deplete myself, because it would just start affecting my, my brain and my mind. So I do think it's a very, it's an added bonus. That's probably one of the last things we'll, we, we would sell if we try and sell it to somebody who knows like how you look, but you probably are going to improve your physique. Yeah. Yeah. When, so, when does it, when does so it start? So it kicks off in the... Glasgow's obviously in March this programme kicks yeah. off in November uh, December sorry start of December <sighs> let's just get through it quickly it's a 12 week coaching programme all online couple of in person meetups where we'll simulate high rock sessions do a, some seminars and breakdowns to help people um, understand what a doubles uh, men's is like a doubles female a mixed doubles and solos because me and Jerry have done them all between us or we have coached people who have done them all yeah. uh, done different events so we've helped people or helped ourselves in these events we'll take out a lot of the guesswork they'll have a 12 week um, coaching block and for online coaching I'd like to say the price is pretty fair so when you see the application everything's broke down in there so if it's know your bag you'll see the price and you'll, you'll leave and, and not want to do it you'll leave the page um, but if you do want to do it, I think it's really good value for money. Yeah. We've got 31 applicants already that we're working through the now. Um, so if you want to take performance to the next level, or you just want to enjoy that first ever high rocks, or just even find out what that hybrid style of training is about, um, then that's the place to go. And so, I also see another thing, if you are going to the high rocks for the first time, um, yourself or maybe there's a couple of these if you're a wee bit because oh, it is it's overwhelming. There was yeah. 8,000 yeah. people there at Birmingham and it can be quite overwhelming but um combined me and Chris are taking like over 120 people of our own clients there so by association you might join up with me and Chris in the hybrid plan uh, as one person but when you get to the event 
uh, anyone who is very nervous about that event is naturally be nervous. I was nervous before Saturday. Yeah. I actually felt really ill before we got into the the holding pen. Um, so that's absolutely natural. It's just I would say, I would say uh, if you're nervous, that's a it's a very good thing. Because you. So you're only nervous if you, yeah, you're challenging yourself. You're doing something out of your comfort zone, and we all know ourselves. We all know the script. You challenge your out of your comfort zone. That's where you start seeing improvement. So if you're nervous, then I would say good. Yeah. Don't don't run from that feeling. Yeah. Embrace that feeling. See if you can use that in a positive way. You can change your life. So be nervous. And as we've said, it's for everybody. So just to, yeah. don't be yeah. worried about. Oh, I don't want to go to that in case I don't get this time or that time. Like as you say, it's a it's an event for everybody yeah. can get involved, and it's probably worthwhile if it is your first time trying or doing it. Like getting involved. And in see, the thing is, see if you like see that. if you get people that go from what from my experience, I've done three high so far, right? See if you get these people that walk about the high rocks and they walk about like their big tickets because they're big. I don't know, big whatever type people, right? Um, they don't do well. They're big sausages, these people. So if you walk walking about going, oh, the, everyone's growling at me. The only people that growl at you are like the high rocks are people that are just think their tickets and they soon get proven wrong on the track. Trust me on that. These guys, I've seen plenty of guys down there at Birmingham that are walking about, like big groups of them. And then two, 20 minutes later, I see them on the track over in the corner waiting. It's like, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. High rocks is all positive. You, yeah. you don't worry about I have never had anyone leave with a bad experience. Nah. You'll, you'll, you'll go away for it. And it's like I said to people that do AFA, I want this, I want you to go away from High Rocks, Glasgow coming up, because it happened to the ones we went to last year. I want this to be a memory for the rest of your life. This isn't just like, oh, you know, in a few months' time, I'm going to do this and then just a wee bonus for the year. Now I'm talking, I want this a life memory for you. I want you to walk away from this going, fucking hell, man, that was class, good on me. I want you to be telling your grandkids about this down the line. That's what, generally, maybe it's a bit sad. But that's what I do. Me and Chris chasing the sub sixty. Me and Chris chasing podiums now. I want to look back and look. But everyone's guilty of like t taking granted their health. Yeah. Use it before you lose it. That's what I've started doing. Seeing the past few years, me starting off it, and that I've realised. Oh fuck! I'm gonna die one day. I've not got my health. You know, like you're not gonna have your health all the time. So right at this moment in time, that's what I'm telling my clients. Everyone do high rocks because you're not gonna have this for the rest of your life. So do it now. Be Definitely. nervous, embrace that emotion. See feeling, see feeling nervous. You're blessed to feel. Yeah. Feel nervous, that's a fucking blessing to Definitely. feel. Fucking hell, man. Definitely. So, it's again pushing outside the comfort zone, man. Growing yeah. and, and as you say, you probably find out people will do one and they're like, right, actually, uh, mate, what can I do better here? What can I, let's do this. 100%. So for you guys, what's next then? Obviously, we've got the, the performance, the hybrid performance program that's going to lead into High Rocks Glasgow. Have you just got anything else in between that? <sighs> well, we're going to, we're obviously doing Glasgow again. So our goal for one of the goals we had for Saturday out with the sub sixty was to qualify for world championships. There were six spots available on Saturday. We came eighth in the age rankings. There are six, so we were thirty four seconds away for qualifying for world champs, which was our goal. Which is probably why we're disappointed. But when you had to take away from the actual time we finished in, I think the rankings at that sort of time are, are more important than yeah. the actual time you finished in because the course and the track and these things can also have a, an 
like dictate the time almost. So our rankings was more important than our time essentially. As yeah. long as we were under an hour, the rankings was the next most important thing. So we didn't go down and chase fifty-seven minutes. Some of those things are a bit miscellaneous and they could be out with our control. They were moving parts. The goal was to qualify for world champs. So Glasgow, that will that'll be the goal as well. But I think we need to try and get another few under our belts because the more we can do, yeah. um, take others up here, the more we find out about each other, the more we find out about how we can tweak those zones yeah. to not waste seconds that are, are going to be vital. So, um, so I've booked up for after the weekend there, just because of a number of things. I was a bit not satisfied, so um, I've booked up Barcelona in four weeks and then I'm doing London in five weeks, so I'm just going all in. Aye. Just solo though. And again, it's, I actually- I probably want, need to do a solo as well, I to want, be fair, yeah, I have said I just that. Want, I just, in hangers with these, I'm, I'm not putting, I just want to enjoy it because I felt as if Birmingham there, because I was feeling a bit unwell on that. Like I just didn't really enjoy the whole experience. When you go away, see the thing is what I'd say as well. See going away for a high rocks weekend. You go away on the Friday night and come back on a Sunday. You don't really miss work depending on what you do. It's just such a nice thing yeah. to do rather than going away and get mad with it all weekend. Aye. So um, I want to go. I felt like in Birmingham I couldn't really enjoy it because of the flu. So I, I'm booked up with Barcelona. I'm just going to have it, have fun. Go and do a high rocks. Get a good. To me, it's just a bit another session. So training in the morning. Go and get a nice dinner at night, go a bit Barcelona and then come back up the road on the Sunday. And then I've got London the following week and then me and Chris, we're going to maybe try and, again, it's difficult for Chris because of the family situation. Uh, we'll maybe try and tie in a wee doubles Euro and then we'll hit Glasgow and try and make up for a bit of redemption, redemption season. Nah, I've, I've got a bit between my teeth from Saturday and it's like, no, there's just, the time was what it was. I'm just, if me personally, I could have done better here, I could have improved this, I yeah. could have been better, which is a good attitude. Uh, and the thing is, even the people you're up against, it's all it's nice, really good, positive competition. Aye, Anyone you're up against is all positive. Aye. So Aye. good. It's all good vibes. No, excellent boys. So now looking forward to seeing how we go on. I'm yeah. tackling my first high rocks well, doubles with my brother-in-law Raymond. So that's We've got to get a programme that could probably help you. I'll put in the hybrid performance Instagram stuff yep. in the, if in the anyone needs a wee hand then give is that the best place to Instagram yep. best place yep. to yep. hybrid X yeah. performance on Instagram you'll find it on both our accounts and if you're needing help or need a conversation with it then yeah. we're your guys spot on guys no excellent cheers for coming on I'm sure that's valuable because as we said Hyrox has become more and more popular I've got more and more people joining it there's got to probably be a, a good amount of folk coming like want to listen to this just because of like what, what's going on just now with High Rock? So, cheers for coming on and giving your thanks, insights, guys. Thanks for having us. If you. you beat us in uh, Glasgow, then you're done. Embarrassed us. Thanks for having us, mate. Cheers.